1: Slightly sexually compromising <laughs>
0: Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more.
2: Learn more at UH1.com.
1: This episode of Conversations Against Living Miserably is brought to you in collaboration with Calm, obviously, Dave, obviously, and Murdoch London Barbers.
3: Hello, lovely to, I was going to say lovely to see you again, but um, I can't see you because I'm under the duvet recording these intros to try and make sure the sound's all right, so I cannot see you, and to be honest, even if I wasn't under the duvet, I still couldn't see you uh, because it's a podcast. Anyway, welcome back. I hope you have missed us. We have missed you. We have some more episodes of Conversations Against Living Miserably for you. Now these were all recorded before the world went tits up when we were allowed to sit in tiny little studios within coffin distance of each other. Those those were the days, weren't they? Fond fond memories there. Anyway, to kick us back off, we are joined today by the wonderful Brett Goldstein. He's a comedian, actor, and writer. He was on Apple TV's new show Ted Lasso, and he's the host of his own podcast Films to Be Buried With, which is great. You should check that out. But after you've listened to ours, like don't don't turn ours off to go listen to Brett. Listen to ours and then Brett, please. That would be lovely. Share share the love around. On today's episode, we talk about windows of calm, scrubbing your brain, and the journey to being a happy little man-boy. Enjoy!
4: Hello, and welcome to... Another episode of Conversations Against Living Miserably, where we are joined today by the lovely Brett Goldstein.
5: Hey. Hello. Oh. Hello.
4: When I said lovely, you look as if to be like, is that me? Is that <laughs> yeah.
5: <my one?" laughs> what <have you> heard? <laughs> Am
4: I the lovely one? This is what I can tell about bringing like comedy people in is nobody is used to compliments.
5: Yeah. <laughs> like
4: whenever I'm like, I'm like oh, oh, they've a got a great show, coming. they're a lovely person, they're like, what?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for inviting me to a very Small, intense prison to talk about mental health. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry about that. Oh. It's a daunting room.
5: And also,
4: how you're dressed, you dress—you like blend into the wall. Yeah, you're like fully like, that was
5: Deliberate <laughs> to make it look like there was a bit more space.
4: <laughs> Our first question that we ask everybody is: When was the last time you felt calm? Uh <laughs> I'm well, it was a while.
5: <laughs> uh, what define calm? What's your mm, definition of calm?
4: Not feeling like you're going to die. Okay,
5: oh okay. <laughs> okay, I know what you mean. Uh,
4: not panicked.
5: Not panicked. No. Uh, okay. Briefly yesterday. Oh, my God. I think that's briefly. the closest briefly. one we ever had. One, yeah. But as in for a five-minute window. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I do feel like calmness is just a window yeah. a lot of the time. Because once you've realised you're calm... I think that's when it's gone.
1: Mm. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like trying to fall asleep. When you try and think about falling asleep, you can't fall asleep.
4: Exactly. And
1: it's like you try and think about being calm, it just gets you more stressed about the fact yeah. that you aren't calm.
4: What yeah. made you calm? Was it just a...
5: Uh, listen, I do meditating,
4: Ooh. and
5: occasionally it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say one in 20 times, I go, oh, I yeah. feel like after that.
4: I was going to try and turn that into a percentage than... and then quickly realise that I do comedy not
5: <laughs> I think most of the time when I meditate it's me closing my eyes for 20 minutes going, you fucking idiot <laughs> you prick am I allowed to swear on it? absolutely yeah. All right, okay. you can't All right. <laughs> okay, uh, but then occasionally you get like a, a window or something
4: nice.
5: of uh, light and I think I had that yesterday at some point But I also, do you know what? Actually, truthfully, I reckon it's this. I have to be fucking exhausted. I uh, think I have to work all the time, work all the time, work all the time. I'm a proper, full-on workaholic. And then at some point, it's like I'm like a dog that has to run (laughs) around in circles before it can sit down. If I've expended all my energy and I'm fully exhausted, then I will have a window of calm.
4: Oh, nice. So basically, I just need to start running in circles. Yeah. Yep. And then I'll. Well, I actually did feel quite calm yesterday. <laughs> I had a very calm day.
1: Yeah.
4: Which is very rare for me because I did nothing to do with work. Oh, nice. No, okay. Um, this is going to sound so tragic and it's not. I slept on the sofa as a treat.
5: <laughs> 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 it's a lovely treat, yeah. which
4: Sounds very much like I'm having relationship difficulties. <laughs> so, um, it's because we've got a sofa bed and mm. our flat is like. The bedrooms are downstairs in, like, a basement, so it's really cold. So we slept upstairs as a treat. So I had a good night's sleep, (laughs) and I think that made all the difference because then I woke up feeling good Mm. rather than waking Mm. up, like, "Oh, I haven't slept, and I'm cold, and I'm this. (laughs) Then I went and got waffles. They're good. Yep. Oh, I've never really been big on waffles. Didn't put Were um, We
1: talking potato name? waffles or sugar waffles?
5: <laughs> oh, sugar waffles.
4: <laughs> is that what they're called? No, they are sugar waffles. Sweet waffle. waffles.
5: What'd you put on the sugar waffle?
4: I had chicken with them.
5: Chicken and waffles. Yeah, chicken Ooh. and waffles. You had the best day of your um, life. So like already we're off
4: to a good start. <laughs> yeah. Then I went to Wilkinson's and pick and mix was half price. <laughs> so I got a pick and mix for one fifty and That's I was like, oh my yeah. god, it's like the nineties again. This yeah. is amazing. And then I went to the cinema to say Parasite, which That's is great. Yeah. Never, never seen a foreign language film and I was like, oh my god, it's like reading a book i'm watching a film this is amazing and then had a cup of tea what a great day that's
1: bloody hell that's amazing like, it's the,
4: yeah the longest time in a while that like, the whole day has been pretty good
5: yeah i can't remember the last time i ever had a day like that yeah
4: all start off a good night's sleep oh, but...
5: <laughs> two of you on one sofa yeah like it's a like a big in. like
4: sofa bed i was just, so you on a sofa bed. <laughs> yeah very very exciting mm. We have lived in the flat for a year and only just realised it's a sofa bed. But. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but what, like, a nice... I don't know... so depressing. I don't know really we have nice full days. Mm. I have a window of the day that's nice or calm. And, ah, oh, I love... It did make us feel yesterday. I was like, maybe I should just be unemployed. <laughs> like, I've had a really nice day doing nothing. But That's
1: great. I think it is that thing, though. Like, you find it so hard to treat yourself to just yeah. chilling out. And that moment, I can't do it. Because if I take a whole day of trying to relax then I feel like I've lost a day of productivity, and then mm-hmm. I get the guilt and the kind of shame yeah. from that, and I just kind of end up lying in bed at the end of the night going, I've wasted another fucking day, I'm <sighs> doing nothing with my life.
4: Get yourself on the sofa as a treat.
5: Yeah, <laughs> check it's got a bed in it. <laughs> you may be in for a surprise.
1: Uh, when was the first time you became aware of mental health being a thing, be it uh, with yourself or uh, with someone else?
5: Look, here's the thing. I've come a long way in the last two years, mm. and I would say that up to then I was always depressed. But I don't know that I. I think when I think back on it, and I have done a some stand about this. But when I think back on it, I always think I was a fucking miserable child. Like I was like an old man uh-huh. child, and and now I think I've gone backwards. Like I'm like Benjamin Button, mm-hmm. and now. I appreciate life so much more mm. and and have so much more fun than I ever did as a child. I think as a child, I, I genuinely thought, oh, life's the fucking shit, isn't it? I remember as like, being six thinking, oh, the world's pretty terrible. I mean, <laughs> shit, what's the fucking point? So I don't know if I knew that, was, that I was a depressed child, mm-hmm. but I definitely had a sadness forever. That I guess, I don't, and I think I knew it wasn't entirely normal, mm-hmm. because uh, because not everyone else around me was like that, so I guess I did think there was something going on, but I don't know if I just thought, oh, I'm an artist, yeah. <laughs> you're going yeah. yeah. to feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel
4: like, especially if you felt that way since you're young, you almost like, you normalise it within yourself.
5: <laughs> yeah, 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 I think I just thought I'm a wrong one. and uh and I'll use it for to to make stuff. I always was doing creative stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And again, I don't think this anymore. But I did used to think, you have to be sad to make stuff. Like, that's how mm-hmm. all good art is made.
4: But that's such a narrative as well, isn't it? When people yeah, romanticise, yeah. like, all oh, the pain. Look look at these good things they did when they yeah. were in pain. And I'm like, yeah, but I bet they could have done good things
5: while well, happy were. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: Imagine if golf hadn't cut his ear off loads of sunflowers as he would have painted
5: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my, and, uh, my
4: interpretation of art yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes
5: yeah, so and now that i have come out the other side i think oh no you don't have to it's really? probably, your life could be a lot better
4: be a happy man boy
5: yeah be a happy man boy <laughs> <laughs> what that what does that two years of recovery look like for you uh well basically i think i had uh rock bottom as they say mm-hmm. And it was, you know, I was really in a dark place. And I think, you know, I mean, I don't know how dark you want to go, but, you know, I would have ended it all. Mm-hmm. And, you can um,
4: you're a happy man, boy, because you said that was such a smile. Yeah. <laughs> was like, this still feels positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: But then, uh, you know, I think I eventually found the right therapist. And I know that mm. that is, uh, it's very difficult, because I also know I had the luxury of being able to pay for it. I was recommended this person, and they're not cheap, so it's Mm -hmm. difficult because I feel bad for people who can't afford, and I know how difficult it is to find the right person, and I definitely saw the wrong person for a while, and I think I wasted two years in therapy with someone that wasn't very good, but I just Mm -hmm. assumed they were because they were called a therapist. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, But eventually I was put with this woman, and and she is a trauma specialist and does lots of um, EMDR. Do you know that stuff? Ooh.
1: Yeah, I had my first session of EMDR last week. Oh right, yeah. Oh,
5: great. And How do you find tail. it? I'll let you explain. Mm. Well, I'm still it, recovering from it to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of it sort of sma- sounds matters that uh, you think about a trauma, you have a trauma that uh-huh. has affected you, and you focus on it in your head, and you make yourself relive it, you feel it Ooh. in all your body, and then while you're reliving it, a light is passed Ooh. from right to left across your eyes, and you follow it with your eyes, and you do this for like a minute, and then you take a pause, and then you do it again. I think it is literally like scrubbing your brain, mm. is what wow. it does, and it because it turns on your left brain and your right brain, left brain, and right brain, it sort of dislodges this thing that has been stuck in a loop in your head and it sounds stupid but I definitely think it works because I think it has worked for me Mm. and um it gives you weird nightmares and stuff Mm -hmm. the next day and and it's quite
1: exhausting it's weirdly exhausting yeah you're pretty much knackered for like three or four days after yeah because it's opening up opening up new kind of synapses in your brain that you haven't used uh, like for ages and then you're kind of got all these, so you get really realistic dreams and nightmares. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I haven't really slept. Yeah. But As you can probably tell. Yeah, you look great. The brain's
2: <laughs> class,
4: isn't it? Yeah. The brain is just. Oh, it's class. just so
1: weird. Yeah. Do you feel better yet from it? Or? Yeah. It's, it's it's like a whole journey of self-discovery that I feel very angry at myself that I haven't come to that yeah. conclusion before, but also quite thankful that I have. I've got my next session in a couple of days. Mm. Um, we didn't do the light one. We had um the little vibrating mm-hmm. thingies. You know, like you have to. Whole, so it kind of stimulates different parts of the body and stuff but it's all yeah we went to some very dark places that I'd obviously blocked out in yeah. my brain and it was that just like
2: so yeah and then
1: I came to the office afterwards and everyone just looked at me I was like pale just <laughs> like oh, Jesus Christ what's happening
4: Matt's gonna come home and find me with a torch isn't he <laughs> 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 trying to just do it myself it, yeah,
1: accidentally hypnotise yourself <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. If you ever get the, um, if it's ever offered to you, it's it's yeah. it was prim, prim, primarily, <laughs> that's it, yeah. you used to treat PTSD. And then over the last 10, 20 years, they've discovered that it really helps depression and anxiety as well, because mm. it triggers the same areas of the brain.
5: I so, feel... yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and you know what else? I'll tell you this, and I've said this on, on something else, but genuinely, and I would recommend this to everyone, this is free. Mm-hmm. This is the one that made the biggest difference, I think. And uh, and it sounds boring and it is almost boring to do. Mm-hmm. But it was doing a top 10 every day is that it was forced to really? do. You had to do it for 30 days mm-hmm. or and on. But I think there's a whole thing of to form a new habit in your brain. Oh. You have to do it for 30 days in a row and mm-hmm. then your brain will form new neural pathways mm-hmm. so that that then becomes the norm. And it was to do to write a list of 10 things from your day that you were grateful for or that were wonderful. And when you're so depressed, it's really hard. It's so hard to do because you think, nothing, I've had a terrible day. Hey, man, everything's shit. Mm -hmm. But if you're forced to, and it can be something tiny like, well, I did see the sun today and I like seeing the sun. That could be number one. And it could be, I let that person go in front of me and I felt, there was a brief tiny moment I felt good of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you do that, you force yourself to do that every day. And then it starts to change the way you think because when you're deeply depressed, all you think is negative thoughts. And if you force yourself to start thinking positive thoughts, even if at first it seems stupid, after 30 days you start going, oh, this is nice, So oh, that's mm. nice, So oh, that's nice. And then suddenly your outlook is fundamentally changed to the positive.
4: I think I need to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. Really a really good one. Yeah, I think a lot of my sadness comes from I don't like being in London. So I think then what I do is whenever I'm out, it's almost like I look for things to confirm yeah. that I don't yeah. like. So, like, I'll miss the tube and I'll be like, well, see, <coughs> see, living in London, yeah, yes. this is. Or someone will push past us and I'm like, see, London, rude, this. And especially when I was, like, really down, it it was like I was actively looking for things that would reconfirm that my life was shit and this was shit. Yeah. And, yeah, need to look
5: for little totally positive things. Make, and tell you something else, fuck it, all right, well, I'll tell you, <laughs> like, something I, I feel quite passionate about now here's the thing right Mm -hmm. Groundhog Day you see Groundhog Day yeah yeah so I read a book by the guy who wrote Groundhog Day and it was an interesting book where he basically he hasn't written anything he sort of openly admits I haven't written anything as brilliant as Groundhog Day (laughs) since and he was trying to work out you know it just came to him this idea and he was like I wonder why it stayed with people for so long and I, I don't even think I understood it when I wrote it at the end of it he said the point of Groundhog Day is that his day is exactly the same every day What happens in his day is entirely up to him. So he has a terrible day and he has a, you know, he gets into fights with people and he has this and he has that. And he says, that's on him. The circumstances of the day are reset exactly the same every single day. And when he has an amazing day at the end of the film, it's entirely down to the choices he makes yeah. through the day. And so when people say things, like it really bothers me when someone goes at 10 a.m., oh, God, it's going to be one of those days. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, it will be now. Mm-hmm. If You've you, written it
4: off, yeah. If
5: you choose to have that as you, as something happened this morning and you choose to focus on, well, my day's fucked and everything's mm-hmm. negative, then, yeah, it will be. But if you go, oh, I tripped over, you know, this bit happened that was annoying. But actually, if you think about it, I had a nice breakfast with my, ki- I don't have kids, but kid, or, you yeah. know, whatever yeah. the thing is, and this happened, and that person made me laugh, and yeah. you stack it up, you go, actually, you're having a great day, mm. you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out.
1: Is it just training your your brain to not be predisposed to go to the worst
5: yeah. scenario?
1: Because that's my problem, is that my default setting is Ooh. miserable.
5: Yeah. So I
1: find it so difficult to find that kind of joy. I'm trying my best to try and find that kind of joy or middle ground. It's work. Yeah. It's hard work. It is. And that, that's the... Cause whenever you read about it, it's like oh drink some water and go for some <laughs> exercise and yeah. uh, do so yeah and it's like no you need to completely retrain your brain how to interpret every single situation <laughs> and it takes fucking ages and it's miserable work but <laughs> i think it's it's slowly getting there starting to yeah. enjoy things which is very strange i
4: started trying to vocalize when i enjoy cuz i think i'm so quick to be like mm. oh, i hate this this is mm. this is but now like like so so yesterday i was like Oh, I've had a nice like breakfast and oh I really enjoyed that film to the point where Matt's like, You don't have to tell me every time you've done something you enjoy and I was like, No, but it's nice for me to say out loud. Yeah, I am having it. a nice time yeah. and it is nice to have a nice time and even like that something'll be on offer on Tesco and I'm like, I love it when cheese is on offer and he's like Stop it now. <laughs> yeah. like, please stop seeking positives.
5: Uh, yeah. But it's also gratitude, that is yeah. it. Yeah. It's the thing of going, We're so fucking lucky. We Mm -hmm. really are so lucky. And you forget that because our brains are fucked. Yeah. (laughs) But if you really go like, you know... I get to sit here with you. Like, this is part of our jobs, mm-hmm. is that we get to sit in a fucking box and have a chat. <laughs> and we're going to get paid for it. Like, that's mad. Mm-hmm. Like, how the luckiest people in the world.
4: Exactly. Did you find it, like, easy to start opening up? Or was that, like, a, no. a little locked box not that had all. to be? <laughs> yeah.
5: Not at all. Mm-hmm. And I was actually worried about coming on this, but I've really? obviously gone, nah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> it because I guess something that took me a while with stand-up is I did my first Hour five years in mm-hmm. or four years in, and in the first four years, I think my stand up was funny, sure, <laughs> but wasn't about anything it mm-hmm. was it was almost like a big old defense it mm-hmm. was like here's some stuff, you'll know nothing about me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hard <laughs> and and you won't get through. And I realised watching other people, I was like, the stuff I like to see is when people are sharing something and yeah. where people are being honest.
4: Vulnerability, and, yeah. Yeah,
5: so I thought I have to be brave and do the same because otherwise I'm like a voyeur mm-hmm. going, oh, I'd like to see that, I'm not fucking <laughs> doing it, you know what I mean? So I guess there's that. But then I, I always think my shows are very honest and stuff. I always go, yeah, I'm still probably holding back some... Mm-hmm things because you because it's Mm. hard isn't it you also don't
4: want to put like
5: everything everything
4: out out there yeah Yeah. yeah, because that's very very vulnerable and I think something I I see this on social media a lot and I maybe used to be guilty of it you sometimes see people pouring their hearts out and you want to be like don't put so much of yourself Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. there because there's there's the wrong places to channel it into should be telling everything to like a medical professional but like yeah. if you're putting it all on stage or all on social media i never know how helpful that is my i check my facebook memories every single day <laughs> yeah. and anything from usually about 2016, 2017, I'm like, oh, delete that. That was <laughs> yeah. that was a big old cry for help, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I think, yeah, if you've spoken about it with someone professional or you've spoken to, about it before and you're comfortable yeah. talking about it and you know that you can kind of go into the consequences and stuff like that of it, then it's fine. But if it's all very fresh and raw and new yes. for you, you need to very much sit with it before you kind of display it to the world or give it to an audience
5: and mm-hmm. stuff because you need to be able to gauge the reactions.
4: You need to be able to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
5: Yeah, that's really interesting when you're making a show. Mm -hmm. My first show was about a year I spent in a strip club that my dad bought when he had a midlife (laughs) crisis, right? And it was a mad time Uh and interesting I knew it was an interesting story and it had lots of layers to it, but it was also a very dark time, (laughs) but it was funny and all that stuff. But I remember it took a while in the previews to work it into something that was sort of palatable to an audience, that was funny and accessible. Because there was a preview I did, I remember, I don't know what it was, the fourth preview. And afterwards a woman hugged me, like big hug hugged me and she went... I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> and I said, you know, how it was meant to be a comedy. And she mm. went, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I thought, oh, I need to work on how I'm putting this across mm. because yeah. I don't want an hour of people going, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> think about that a lot. I've I've seen people do shows where I've thought, you're not ready to talk yes. about this. Mm. Yeah. You you think you are, but this is very uncomfortable because I feel like I'm babysitting you. Exactly. I don't. I feel like I'm. I'm supposed to help you and I'm just sat in the audience. And I'm... It's
4: when you've got the feeling like this could turn, like
5: yeah. when you don't
4: trust that they're fully in control and you're like, oh, no yeah. oh,
1: oh. Mm. It's Just making sure that you're honest with yourself and whatever you're discussing, that, that yeah. you have to make sure it's a safe space for you to be able to discuss. I don't like the safe space, but it is that for you because if you're in front of a crowd of people and you're pouring your heart out and really mm. revealing information that you're not probably haven't really dealt with yet yourself. Yeah then it's just it's going to do far more damage than it is good because you're just
5: creating more and more anxieties on top of yeah. what was already there.
4: Layers and layers of anxiety.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I also think you've got to be careful because I have a friend. You probably know them. <laughs> uh, someone in their family had co- c- committed suicide and they eventually, after many, many years, sort of wrote about it and made it a public mm-hmm. piece. Uh, but ever since then, people now feel that they can talk to them about yeah. it. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't think they regret doing the piece, but I think sometimes it's a bit like, oh, I didn't want this. I didn't mm-hmm. want a daily reminder <laughs> and sort of I'm now the spokesperson for that. And I think that's difficult that people seem to take your thing as, well, it's out there now. So that's not the yeah. thing. Yeah. Is, you know.
4: I can use you as my personal sound box.
1: Mm. And... Well, see, it's like mm. therapy, isn't it? They use you as a personal therapist. Mm. It's because they relate to your story so much that they feel like they can discuss it with you. And that's great if you're in a position where you can go, right, I'm I'm absolutely fine to listen to you and maybe offer some help. But if you're not in that space and you have, like, when I'm in a really dark place and I wake up and I've got 10 DMs from people that are struggling, it's Mm -hmm. like, I really want to fucking help you, but I can barely help myself at the moment. I don't think I'm the right person to contact. And then I'm just honest and I just say that. And it's like, here's the Mm -hmm. link to Calm Mind, Samaritans, all that sort of stuff. And at the moment, I'm not in a good enough place to help you, unfortunately. Just making sure you look after yourself.
4: That's true.
1: Uh, Should we play some anxiety bingo?
4: Yes, that is my bag. I wanted to make some hot fresh content for the podcast, (laughs) Um, so I was like, "What? How can you make anxiety fun?" And I was like, "Let's turn it into a game." So I give you two anxious scenarios, and it's like, "Would you rather?"
5: Okay.
4: I think I've done this one, but I like this one. Would you rather be in charge of all the decisions or not be in charge and have the plans change the last minute?
5: That's a great question. Yes! Uh,
4: Why do you look pain? in? No,
5: I don't like this question. <laughs> I'm
4: sure I've asked this one before, haven't I? I think uh, so, yeah.
5: Hang on. Would I, so either I'm in charge of everything yeah. or I'm in charge of nothing and things keep changing.
4: Yeah, yeah. I and you I can't go, control I'm it. I am in
5: charge of everything. Mm. Really? Yeah. Same.
4: Both of them make us feel sick. Yeah, safe. no, I hate both. Yeah. <laughs> Oh not a decision maker
5: uh here's the truth, <laughs> when it comes to work, yes, yeah, I'm like the opposite in my life, I can't make a single basic yes. decision, but if it in a job, I'm an absolute nightmare control freak mm-hmm. that thinks I know all the not know <laughs> all the answers, but no like I have a very clear idea of what this should be and, yeah, but at home. I you know, I can't choose what fucking breakfast to have.
4: Yeah. I think I said this, I've banned a snatch. Yeah. just got yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't control my own life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Pick
4: your own cereal, not
2: yeah. not your ma. Yeah.
4: Oh, final question yeah. is, if you could go back to your younger self mm-hmm. and give yourself some advice on mental health and living without misery, what would you tell
5: yourself? Uh do ecstasy sooner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And for the inevitable when compliance tell us that we can't use that in the podcast...
5: Um, uh, what you... do I say to my younger <laughs> self? Cheer up, son. Uh, <laughs> uh I'd say, you know, listen, bruv, it's all <laughs> all right. I know you think it's miserable, but it actually isn't, and uh, you should make the most of not having to have a job at the moment. <laughs> Go and do some stuff. Oh, God, it's difficult, isn't it, because I just remember being... Just thinking, it was all difficult. But remember, I tell you what. That, well, you need time, don't you? Mm-hmm. Time is is a good thing. The more time you have, the more you go. Oh, well, it's all alright, isn't it? Yeah. I think. So big old say, learning curve. Mm, I'd say just fucking cheer up and stop being such a miserable cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Pull yourself together. Um, Done. Yeah, Amazing. brilliant. Thank you so much. That's Man, terrible would to <laughs> That would really upset a kid. <laughs> Put yourself together.
4: <laughs> that is all from today's episode. Thank you very much for listening uh did anyone else pick up on the part of that chat where i'd had a revelation about having such a great lovely day where i did nothing to do with comedy and i said maybe i should just be unemployed and do nothing oh oh the universe was listening to me then wasn't it oh you want to be unemployed and do nothing lauren tell you what i'll just throw a global pandemic at you god what a what a little dickhead i was (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Maybe you've taken some solace from it or something comforting. If you have enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me and Aaron if you could hop and leave us a little review if you haven't already. A nice review. Uh maybe a little rating if you haven't rated our podcast. Subscribe. Basically all the things the podcast people ask you to do, that is what we are also asking you to do. Tell your friends if you think they'd enjoy it, tell your family, tell your enemies tell anyone as long as you are telling them from a safe secure two meter covid friendly distance anyway thank you so much to brett for being such a brilliant guest thank you to aaron for being wonderful as always and of course lots of love to the team at dave and calm for letting us make these podcasts if you do happen to have a few quid spare as well you can of course donate directly to calm they do fantastic work all year round anyway but especially during this pandemic Thank you so much for listening and hopefully see you next time. Bye. Bye bye bye. Bye bye.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh.